0: Morning from the great city of Miami, Florida. Welcome back to another episode of Miss Congeniality. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing so well. I have been jumping from place to place. The last you heard of me, we were in Seattle, and now I'm in Miami and I'm recording this on International Women's Day. And we have a wonderful guest episode for you today. We're going to have on Miss Dom Roberts, who's a great friend of mine, and I feel like Sometimes my interviews are like strictly interviews, you know what I mean? Because I'm interviewing an expert or somebody that I've never met before. Like for example, I interviewed someone yesterday and she's an expert on self care and mental wellness. And so like that was a true interview, but we did have like a little fun. This with Dom is like a full blown, like hilarious conversation. And like I walked away from talking to her thinking about how funny she was for the rest of the day so i can't wait for you guys to fucking crack up and if you don't know who dom is you're gonna fucking love her and follow her and she's the best so we're gonna get into that but first let's let's just chat and catch up i've never been to miami before actually um big orlando girl um and by that i mean i've gone twice to disney growing up my parents like we didn't travel that much in the u.s like i had never been to california before i went on my own i had never been to chicago before i went on my own never been to texas never been to florida but um we went to italy when i was like a little kid a lot in the summers and then when my mom got sick with her autoimmune we kind of like stopped traveling until she like figured out what was wrong with her and then we started again um but then by that point i was in college, like. I always say this. I haven't seen a lot of the continental U.S. before I was like 21, before I was like in college and like able to like go travel on my own with my own money. So it's always like so funny to me because I feel like I was really naive and ignorant to like different parts of America, probably just because I hadn't seen them. Like I had an idea of what I thought that they would be, but it's like really hard to just like perceive something based on an idea you have of it. I love Miami and like it took me a little while to warm up to Los Angeles and now I love Los Angeles like my mom called me yesterday and was like I miss Beverly Hills and I'm like bitch we all miss Beverly fucking Hills like I love fucking Los Angeles California but I immediately liked Miami I went yesterday so we're staying like 30 minutes away because he my boyfriend had a business conference and he was allowed to bring me as a plus one so for the first few days I've just been hanging out I did a lot of writing I've like been by myself from like 6 a.m to 10 p.m every day but I don't know. I haven't minded it at all, actually. I've been trying to. I was talking about this with someone recently, but I wanted to share with you guys. Recently, I've had this, like, I don't want to call it a problem, but this, like, thing where... I will listen to like five podcasts a day just in a row because I get very like uncomfortable or anxious like being with myself if that makes sense and I don't want to say like uncomfortable but I'll get I'll feel weird if I'm just like alone with my own thoughts and I think it's like a direct product of TikTok like because you can doom scroll TikTok for hours at a time and feel like you're not alone or by yourself then when you are by yourself it's such a dichotomy And I just realized that, like, when I would exhaust all my podcast options for the day, I would feel so, like, itchy in my own skin. And I'm, like, obviously that's a problem. So I've now limited myself to one podcast a day. But because I've been traveling and around, like, my brother and my mom and, like, work and everything, I haven't actually had time to listen to any Um, so that's been really nice because I, one of my new year's resolutions was to start saying the things that I feel like 100% of the time and not saying things that other people want me to say or feel, which I feel like is a problem that I had a lot when I was growing up and I've gotten a lot better at it, but I just want to be more mindful of that. And I think when I'm constantly listening to other people's opinions, I get like really confused about what my own are, if that makes sense. So like if, for example, like with this Haley Selena drama, like If I listen to five podcasts that all give me a differing opinion on that, all of a sudden I'll feel like I don't know if I feel like mine is still my opinion and not even because it's not – not even because my mind has been changed but because, like, should I be thinking what other people think if that makes sense? And then I had to dial it back and be like, no, your opinion is still that you think that you're concerned for people who are, like, hate-criming either of them but you think Hailey Bieber has mean girl tendencies and you think Selena Gomez should be protected at all costs but at the end of the day – we forget that these people are human beings and you just hope that everybody is having an okay experience as a human being. Like that's my actual thought process. But then I'll listen to these podcasts and all of a sudden I'll be like, what the fuck? What do I actually think? And then I started to think that that's why I hope that my podcast makes you feel like you don't have to like take on a new opinion And that you can learn something, but you don't necessarily have to agree with what you learned or you don't necessarily have to subscribe to it. So if you listen to a podcast episode of mine about like, I don't know, meditation, for example, and you learn something new about meditation and psychology, but you don't want to apply that to your life, like I want to make sure that you feel okay not doing that, if that makes sense. Because I just think, and it's no fault to the podcast, it's like this is my fault. I would just listen to so many that I stopped being able to like just have a, a through line of subconscious thought throughout the day and so I've been really trying to spend intentional time with myself and it's been really nice yesterday I drove for 45 minutes to go down to the Versace mansion in Miami to have lunch by myself and I didn't bring my headphones on purpose because I was like you are not because I won't even listen to music I will default to podcasts and I was like you are not allowed to listen to a podcast right now Not because they're bad for you, but because you need to spend some time with your own thoughts. And it's been really healthy and I know it sounds so simple, but you guys know me. I'm all about making things as simple as humanly possible. And I really think that one thing that we can make simpler is just like dialing it back and spending time with our own thoughts. So kinds of things I've been doing. I've been reading. I'm reading City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert and bro, what the fuck? Why didn't you guys tell me this is the best book? And it's so me the vibes are so there. It's like theatrical, but like sexy and like hot and fun and like sparkly. I love this book. If you've read this book and you have wrecks like it, please let me know because I'm going to download them all on my Kindle. Like I am obsessed. It's like one of the better books I've read in so long. I didn't know that Elizabeth Gilbert was the Epre Love girly, but like this just shows me that her talent is like abound. Like I'm kind of in this era I'm like doing the final pass of my book and I'm in this era right now where where I it's not that I wish that my debut was fiction it's like back to what I've talked to you guys about before where like I thought that in my brain my whole life I'd been planning to write fiction and that to be my debut and I've been planning for myself to be like in my 30s in a cabin in the woods at a writer's retreat writing my fiction book and that's not what happened and like my therapist always says like, okay, well, what would be different if it did happen? And I'm like, I have no idea. And she's like, exactly. This is where you are now. You need to appreciate that. And I do like, don't get me wrong. I just think that like, I don't know. I've been like spiraling a little bit about that. And I obviously want to write fiction in my future, but Elizabeth Gilbert gives me a lot of hope because she has written narrative, nonfiction, written, nonfiction, written fiction. And she's like fucking smashing all of it out of the park. Not saying I'm going to do that, but I'm just saying she inspires me a lot. So That's been really good. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of music. I have been really into SZA's new album. And I know, like, it's a little bit old news. And I liked it when it came out. But, like, the song SOS, I really think is the best song ever. Like, I think she's so talented. And Dom and I talk about SZA because we met on the same day when we also both met SZA. Which is so crazy and random and funny. And we talk about it. But, I don't know. I really just think that she's, like, a fucking star. And I feel like she's one of those people who when you think about her music you're like oh I don't know if she would be super good live and then she's like fucking incredible live and it's like crazy because she's such a good rapper but she can also sing so well like and she's gorgeous like I just love her so I've been listening to her a lot I've been listening to Gracie Abrams you guys know I'm in my Lizzie McAlpine era as well and then I watched the call her daddy episode with Kelsey Ballerini and I just want to say something about Alex Cooper so I do not subscribe to like the original think piece and like content that was call her daddy I did actually love the two of them just like talking about women shit but I didn't like it's consistent cater toward the male gaze but I will say something about Alex Cooper which is that I feel that she has redeemed herself in at in a professional way I do not know who media trained her to be such a good interviewer and like I know people are gonna come for me when I say this right now but I feel like she is gonna shape up to be like like honestly a Diane Sawyer or a Savannah Guthrie and I know people are gonna be like she isn't and I'm like no but like that she is doing that for the new age like you are watching it happen in front of your fucking face like she is interviewing people in the pop culture and like social media and celebrity space and she is getting them to reveal details and information that has never before been revealed anywhere else and won't be like Her journalistic skills have gotten so good. And while I don't subscribe to everything she's ever said, I think there's gray space in everything. I really do believe she deserves a round of applause for what she's made for herself and also her hard work because I can see it. Like when she's, I watched also Renee Rapp's episode and I'm like, she's just gotten to be a really good interviewer. And like, you cannot, like her or not, you cannot take that fact away about her, like from her. I don't watch Call Her Daddy on a weekly basis unless the guest like is someone I just need to see. Like I watched Emma Chamberlain's and... I don't know, I, I I just felt like the discourse around Kelsey Ballerini was something that I wanted to, like, listen to, and then also, like, I met Kelsey Ballerini, so I was like, I should just, like, hear something about her, and then I listened to her song Penthouse, and I fucking love it, and I like her relationship with Chase Stokes, and I hope it's not PR, I've been hearing people say that, but I'm like, I don't think it is, like, after listening to Call Her Daddy, she just sounds really genuine. And she's mentioned on that episode that she's a huge proponent for sliding into the DMs. And if you're not a huge proponent for sliding into the DMs, you should be now because she slid into Chase Stokes DMs and now they're dating. So there you fucking have it. So that's kind of been like my music vibe lately. I've also realized something about like my personal beach personality. So I used to say I don't like the beach. It's not that I don't like it. I like the ocean and I like the concept of it, but I just find it to be like, it's not for me in terms of like it overwhelms me, the sand, it gets too hot, the shade. I like, I personally like a structure with electricity nearby where I could go for a break. So I've decided that my beach personality is that I can take 90 minutes, 75, 90 minutes on the beach, but I need to have a structure with running water, electricity, plumbing, food, ice, all the good stuff to like balance me or like to like. To, like, be there to catch me when I fall. And then I can go back for another 75 to 90. That's my beach personality. I'm standing by it. I actually love the beach if that is an option. Because there's another kind of beach person who's, like, I'm 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., piss in the ocean, shit in the ocean with my cooler. And I respect those people, but I feel like they remind me of camping people where it's, like, I respect you, but if you try to take me camping, like, I'm going to just say no. And, like, I would rather, like... I would rather do pretty much anything than go camping. And people are gonna be like, that makes you sound so high mate. I am. I am. I'm not sleeping in a tent. I literally, it baffles me. It's my best friend. You guys know her, Allie. Okay, this is like my best friend in the world, my soulmate. On a fucking regular monthly basis, her and her boyfriend camp. Like they have a tent, they have hiking boots, they shit in the woods, they like bring a sleeping bag and like like a they like build fires like in the wilderness. Guys, I fucking swear to God, I cannot go anywhere without my skincare routine, my vitamins, like my rose scented pillow spray. Like I I know it makes me sound like such a bitch and such a princess, but I don't even care. Like, and I respect the shit out of it. Like when they're camping, like also the other thing is I can't reach her. She doesn't have service when she camps and I'm like, yeah, so that's not going to work for me. And I like, and listen, again, if you are a camper, honestly, I envy you a little bit because if if, if there was an apocalypse, I would die. And I've resolved that fact. If there was a, there, there was any kind of apocalyptic thing, if I had to survive in the woods, hunger games, whatever the fuck it is, the only option that I would have to succeed is fuck my way to the top and just like find the guy who's like in charge and like try to get on the inside with him. That would be my only chance of survival. Otherwise, I am dying. And I don't know how we got here. Oh, we're talking about outdoors people. I love an outdoor person like – my best friend in the whole wide world like will go off the grid for a week and shit in the woods but you can't catch me doing that and I and and you can't catch me staying on the beach for longer than 75 minutes to 90 minutes and I'm just an indoor recess girly at heart and if you have a problem with that I don't know I feel like that that's not really something to have a problem about and that is why we're gonna segue into the fact that I'm very concerned for people I saw a video. Of people chanting fuck Hailey Bieber when Justin Bieber came out at like a Don Tolliver concert. And I'm like, are you people okay? Like, yeah. I, I have said it before and I'll say it again. I think she gives Mean Girl vibes. I don't think she's been nice to Selena Gomez. I don't think that she's like my favorite celebrity or that I support her. But are you people okay? Like, are you people okay? Like, why are you doing that? Why? 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 I just... It it really baffles me. Like I do understand not liking someone. I do understand canceling someone for their behavior or not canceling someone, criticizing someone for their bad behavior. But like this is my thing and it goes back to the whole like Tara's world, Trisha Paytas of it all. These are problematic people that won't be deplatformed because other people are continuously giving them a platform by shit talking them or by saying like, "Oh, but it's like funny." And it's like it's not funny. Like it goes back to that. It's like why like it's the same people that will continuously give problematic people a platform because they're just like they think it's funny or they like are giving them a platform by criticizing them is the same thing as going and screaming fuck Hailey Bieber when Justin Bieber is just like singing on a stage. Like again two things can be true. You can believe that she's not a good person and you can also leave her the fuck alone because like the best way to get revenge on someone is success in silence. The best way to leave someone in the dust is to ignore them why are you giving them attention are you okay I'm so concerned about people like I I say this every week on this podcast like the internet just it makes me more and more concerned and that's kind of all she wrote on that like you guys know how I feel about it already I really just want it to be done like I just there are things I don't care about and there are things I do care about and I care about Selena Gomez but I don't care about anything else you know what I mean Like, bad Cinderella, like, I would say drunk, but, again, like, tolerance is actually so scary low, and um, I went to this consignment shop, and these ladies were, like, oh, my God, we just got these jeans and like, really super random, but we feel like they would fit you, and I was, like, what a weird thing to say. I feel like I'm at the Aritzia dressing room, and they were, like, try them on and come out, and they presented them to me, and they were these Chanel jeans, and they were gorgeous, and I was, like, okay. My brain, I was, like, I didn't plan on buying anything at this store, so if these don't fit perfectly meaning like waist and length which is so hard when you're five two and you have a little bit of ass you have a little bit of junk in the trunk like that's a little hard when you're five foot two like also when you're just five foot two jeans are hard so I'm like there's no fucking way they fit perfectly so I had to buy them um and honestly everybody on TikTok was so nice about it knock on wood or glass or whatever's around you knock on for me because you know that doesn't last forever um them being nice i mean but anyways guys um that's kind of all i have for you i will be in chicago very briefly and then i'll be in houston very briefly and as always if you see me please say hi but probably won't be doing any meetups just because whenever i go to houston it's like a boyfriend's family visit and like i I can't make everything about me um and yeah i'm in chicago for a really brief time but if you see me say hi And I think that's everything. I hope you're having a stunning, gorgeous, amazing, beautiful, wonderful Friday or whatever it is you're listening to this. I love you guys very much and I hope you enjoyed this episode with Dom. It was one of my favorites to record. I know I always say that when I walk away from recording an episode, but it really was just like special and she's special. So enjoy the episode. I love you and I will see you next week. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Miss Congeniality. I'm sitting here live from L.A. with my... (laughs) L.A. girly, I cannot believe you're here. The last time we were together, it was me, Dom, and SZA. And now it's me and Dom, which is like almost as yeah, good. I'm like almost. But if you guys don't know Dom, she's an internet creator. She's a fashion icon. She's a mental health advocate, a business owner, a queen. She's she's everything of the sort, seriously. like When I first started
1: following you, I was like, I'm obsessed with this woman. And now you're here. Welcome to the show. And now I'm here. Wow, that intro, I'm like the singular tear that's about to roll. You're down like, my eye. I'm I'm blushing. No, literally I'm blushing because wow, thank you. No, I
0: I really don't even remember when I started following you, but I love your TikToks and like you do you know when you follow someone and then they just give you all of their content that's you but it's not annoying so I'm oh my like gosh. I needed it I'm like I want to see the outfit what are we wearing what are we uh, vibing yeah. with
1: I am I feel like I'm so chaotic on TikTok yeah like I genuinely just post like I'm like I just thought of something yeah. and then I post it and then yeah. I'm like,
0: okay whatever I think it's really nice for the girls who aren't like the native TikTokers because yeah. the pressure's not there like mm-hmm. it's fun whereas like I feel like I have to remind myself that it doesn't have to be so calculated whereas yes. for you it's just like this is like shit post central this it's, is great it's like
1: big shit post central
0: and I fucking love that yeah.
1: so when things go viral I'm like ah!
0: yeah no I love it you're like oh my god it's happening yeah, it's I'm so like, fun oh my god it's like a little rush like when you see the numbers climb yeah I'm like it's really weird but if i have a video that isn't viral that starts getting like mean comments or whatever i take it so seriously but if i have like a 2 million viewer and the comments are rude i don't give a
1: fuck oh i don't like i'm like oh it's so big already these are just randoms i know sometimes uh, there's been multiple times where like i've posted something and then like right away it starts taking off and you're like oh my god yeah but then the comments are so like mixed that i'm yeah. like
0: you're like what do i do yeah i'm this? like
1: wait shit uh is this problematic and then i delete
0: it yeah and then you're like i got to go yeah, yeah.
1: cuz i'm like i'm I, when I first started posting on the internet, I was very like, oh my gosh, I don't <laughs> care. Like, like yeah. Haters. And now I'm like, well, we're going to go toe to toe now.
0: Yeah, no, now I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, now we're going to have to fight. So it. how did you get your start on the internet?
1: So originally, during 2020, I was posting graphic design stuff. I was like also going to school. I was like in college and I was posting, like doing social media interning and stuff. And then... Uh, yeah, I was making, like, graphic design, and before, like, infographics were, like, yep. what they are now, I guess. <laughs> like, I feel like infographics are, like, a meme now. Yeah. But I was, like, posting infographics during, like, Black Lives Matter, George yeah. Floyd, um, and that whole summer. And then uh, that kind of, like, transpired into, I don't know. I was, like, this is, like, good, but I kind of want to, like, showcase more of myself. I'm also, like, more than just posting about, yeah. like, black trauma. So then... Yeah. I started posting about, like, mental health, lifestyle, and yeah. now I just, whatever it is. Now it just happened. Now what you see is what you get. But
0: I also think it's, like, really nice because you were like, you know what? This shit's really heavy, and, like, yeah. I'm also fucking hilarious, and I love fashion, and, like, I'm a full person right yes, here.
1: 100%. And I love that
0: the audience was like, fuck yeah, we'll come with you. No, literally. Like, let's hang out. Let's
1: hang out. Let's do it. And, yeah, it took, like, I was, like, really in my head about it because, obviously, I mean, like, I know a lot of people like that's originally why they started following me. But I'm like thankful for the people who stayed. Yeah. Like, cool. Like badass. Yeah. Like, I still
0: care. And now there's like more people that probably don't even know like about the origin. Yeah.
1: The origin. And story. then they're just like,
0: what's up? And this I'm like, great. hey, guys. And you're Like, hey, I'm here. So I have a question that I ask all my guests just to like break the ice. I think it's really fun. And the question is, what is your fatal flaw? And this does not have to be a flaw that you'd like to change. Like you can have like resolved. Like mine is that I have the biggest sweet tooth and like at night I will sit in bed and like eat sugar, like eat candy. Like I love it. Yeah. And I would just like watch movies and eat candy. And I'm, that brings me so much peace. Like I'm not giving it up. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay, this one's a little controversial. Okay, and if my friends are listening to this, I know <laughs> they're like right now, like clenching their cheeks, like yeah, because it's like make, gonna make them angry. I am late. You're I a late girlie. I'm a late girly, and I mean, if it's like obviously super super important, like today, like, like I was, even, yeah. yeah, like I was do my best. Like when it's things that are like important, I'm like okay, yeah. gotta be on time. But if it's like, if you invite me to say, if you're like, hey, like meet us at this bar. Yeah, I'm showing up like an hour and a half into... Into like the evening. Into the evening when it's good.
0: Yeah, I was going to say two things about that. Number one, my follow-up question, what are you doing? Like, are you napping? Are you just like on your phone scrolling? Are you getting ready? Or are you just like, I'm just going to be late because I want to enter into this like when it's fun. It's, it's, uh,
1: it's all of the... It's all, it's of, all the of the things. Yeah, because it's all the... But.
0: also like when you first get somewhere and you're like right on time, it's like awkward. No, like, it's awkward. Even if it's your best friends, it's like okay, what are we going to talk about now? Like all that like weird shit.
1: Like just let's cut to the chase. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, let's get to the good stuff. Let's like, the party needs to be warmed up. Everyone needs to be co-mingling when I walk in. The bar, I'm like, I don't want to be there. And it's like bright and early moments. I want to be there when it's bustling and popping off. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know anyone here. Exactly. Yeah. That's like when I make my appearance.
0: I also, I used to be like an early bird, but like in the annoying like teacher's pet sort of way, where like 20 minutes early, and then when i started doing content and i would show up 20 minutes early and everybody else was 15 minutes late that was then putting me at around 40 minutes early yes and it was just like i would think to myself like i just rushed to do my makeup i was like freaking out like trying to get here like i could have taken the fucking subway but i took an uber and yes. spent all this money like i've now realized that like being 15 minutes late is actually not a bad thing and i yes. used to like not let myself and it was like damaging i'm like i'm literally wasting hours
1: Honestly, yeah, I, and the thing is, is, like, I mean, the older I get now, I'm, like, starting to err on the side of you, where I'm, like, yeah. damn, I need to, like, clean up my act, like, yeah. I need to start showing up a little earlier and stuff, yeah. but, yeah, you gotta live, laugh, love sometimes. No, sometimes
0: you just gotta live, laugh, love your way
1: through. Live, laugh, love. So,
0: you live here in Los Angeles, how long have you lived here?
1: I've been here for, like, four years now. Oh, it's Four. Sly. I'm like, live I like I'm like I like squint because I'm like maybe four, four maybe five. It's like four or five. Where'd you live before? I lived in Arizona. Oh. That's where like I grew up and stuff. Okay,
0: nice. And would you ever go back there? Are you like no.
1: Yeah, when I go back there, I honestly get Vietnam flashbacks to being yeah. in high school and stuff. I grew up in a very like white suburb, like very yeah. suburban vibes. Um, so when I go back to where I'm from, I'm like mm, this. This is like cute until it's yeah. not. You know what, what I mean? What was
0: that like, like growing up there?
1: Honestly, it was really interesting because I never quite fit the mold, but I do like people. So I really did get along with everyone. You were like friendly enough. Yeah. yeah. Like no one was like ever technically like a bully to me yeah but at the same time I definitely knew I never fit in fully with anyone yeah. and I mean I still feel that way now like moving through life I feel like it gave me an interesting perspective of like there's friends where I'm like we have so much in common yeah and then there's other people where I'm like wow we have nothing in common but I love you as yeah, a person
0: I love you yeah Arizona is an interesting place. My best friend is from there. Yeah. And it's like very homogeneous, like to a fault. Like she, I remember when we met, she was like there, like, she was like, I knew one Jewish person growing up. Like we went to University of Michigan where there's a lot of Jewish people. She wasn't saying this in any sort of prejudice way. She was just like, this is nuts. Like I was literally, she was like, and I like did shit. I like traveled with soccer and like
1: I went around and like in the state, there's just not, there's no one. No, there's literally no one. And yeah, it's very like, yeah, it's very much that. I, like, grew up around a lot of, like, Mormon people and stuff oh, as yeah. well because there's just, like, a lot of Mormon people who, like, live out there and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, even moving to L.A. and being, like, oh, like, there's Sabbath and people don't drive on yeah. Saturdays. Like, there's no traffic. And, like, just cultural things that I had, like, no clue about that yeah. I, as soon as I got to L.A., I was, like, holy oh my shit. gosh. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, Yes, it was very much that. Like and that vibe. Yeah. But I think what's like really nice being from like a mixed race household because my dad's black and then my mom's from the Philippines. I was very like cultured. You yeah. know what I mean? You had like a
0: very colorful culture. Yes. upbringing.
1: Because I feel like sometimes a lot of the kids I grew up with, just they're like ignorance. Honestly, it really just came from a place of them not experiencing anything outside of our suburb. Yeah. And I was like, the opposite I'm you like, were like i'm not i have we have like our family's crazy we have all the swords happening at the house i love it yeah do you go home and visit a lot um not too much these days i mean like i go home during like christmas and like, like yeah the big the stuff yeah but i feel like anytime i get there I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I kind of get, like, bummed out.
0: Oh, I'm the same way. And I I love where I grew up, but when yeah. I was in high school, I was like, "Give me the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Also, because I come from a town that's, like, one square mile in length, and it's, like, all white, very upper middle class. And I was like, I just want to, like, see something different. Yes. And, like, I'm so lucky and privileged for how I grew up, but, like, I wanted to, like, go somewhere else. No,
1: like, 100%. Shake it up a little. And yeah. then when I
0: go back, I'm kind of, like, I feel, like, regressing.
1: Yes. 100%. Like... Yeah. Especially this holiday, I was home for like 10 days. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. No, you that were was like, wait, the time, time is fucking ticking. Yeah. You like, were like, I, was like next. I just feel like every year it gets shorter and shorter. Yeah. To now, I have it down to a science of you should miss. You should wanting, you like, yes. when you leave, you should be wanting to stay longer. Yeah. You got to make it like four and a half days. Yes. And then you're like, oh, like, but I want
0: to hang out with my parents, but I got to go back. Yes. And then you're like excited for the next time. Exactly.
1: Because then when you leave, you're going to be like, oh my gosh yeah I've never been happier no
0: so true I'm like I want to miss my
1: parents exactly my sister when I'm like out of the house
0: so do you like LA like what's your LA
1: experience I love LA so much oh my god this is
0: refreshing (laughs) because like I so it's my mom's first time in LA right now and I think she's just like a little shake like she literally is like born and bred on the east coast she grew up her parents like didn't really have money to travel so like they she never came out here. She doesn't really know anybody out here either. So she's looking around like she's just confused. She's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Like she's trying to like make comps in her brain, but there like aren't any. And it's so funny to watch someone who's like not pessimistic, but just like fish out
1: of water Yes. So it's refreshing to hear like, I fucking love L.A. Why do you love L.A.? I love L.A. so much because I mean... It's just the coolest fucking city. Like, I mean, you're from like you live in New York now, and obviously New York is so much fun. But I love that LA is honestly, it's like laid back. Like everyone's so laid back. Everyone's like so chill, so chill, and like almost too chill. And I love that. Yeah. And I know, like, when I have friends who like visit, they're like, "Whoa, like this vibe is crazy, insane, yeah." Yes, and like people are like energy and like sound bowls and all that shit. And I'm like, I you gravitate yeah like I'm like I love that everyone's honestly like really nice I know that LA gets a bad rap for like being fake and all these things but I genuinely believe it's like who you surround yourself with and what you give is what you're gonna get yes so I mean I've been super lucky to always have like incredible friends in LA and I also love that It's what you want is what you can get. Like, if you want to have, like, a little nature moment, you could just go out. Like, there's amazing parks. It's super green. Good hiking. And then if you want to have, like, a beach day, you could be in the beach. If you want to be, like, in the city, you could go to, like, downtown. Yeah. Or just, I don't know. There's, like, everything. There's so much of
0: everything. And I feel like my personality is pretty 50-50 split. Yeah. Where half of me is, like, I want to do yoga and, like, smoke weed and, like, lie on beaches and, like, eat salads and, like, walk around barefoot and the other half of my energy is like i am so adhd like i want to like drink champagne and go to parties and like be in new york and like the hustle and bustle and like i never want to sleep and like (laughs) screaming and like if i am put in an environment i will just adapt so i feel like i could fuck with la because that part of my personality would like flourish yes and that's like honestly
1: that's like i love new york too and i love how busy it is like the other week when it was like raining here and i was so bored yeah that's the thing like it's raining right now and i'm You're like, like i'm indoors probably yeah. like damn no
0: she's like no one's outside and i'm like well no one really ever walks but you would see a lot of people like at the grove yeah at like malibu pier like you would see people no
1: you would see people in the mix but right now since the weather's so bad it's like, like nothing yeah everyone's like in the house and that's the thing when you take the fun out of LA, like the people and going outside. Like, it's such an outside city. It's yeah. very, like, active and coexisting and stuff. When you, like, take that out, it's really such a bummer, which is why I had, like, such a hard time during COVID. Yeah. It was, like, living by myself and no one's going outside. No one's, like, doing any of the fun LA things. Yeah. So now that everything, everyone's kind of, like, out and about again, I mean, not this week because it's raining, yeah. but in general, I, like, have my moments where I'm like, <laughs> oh, i love it here. here. I'm never going to leave, but you're yeah. going to have to pry me out of this city.
0: Tell me about, like, a day in your life in L.A. What are we up to? What are we doing?
1: Okay. I wake up. Uh, I wake up. Then that's the thing. You're like, a sleeping queen. I'm a sleeping queen. No, I love so it. So I wake up, like, 8. If I'm, like, really tired, 9. But usually 8. I'm okay, up. wait.
0: That's, like, I think you're just laughing because people in L.A. are up at 4 o'clock in the morning. These people are fucking nuts. I was at SoulCycle this morning at 6.30. People were chatting to like strangers. They're like happy. They're excited. I was like, shut the fuck. I was like in New York City, if you talk to someone before 9am, they're literally like, who are you?
1: No, like, literally, please, like, <laughs> shut yeah. the up. No, and that's a duality. It's like some people are, like, early, like, rise and grind. Like, let's wake up at, like, 6 a.m. and get coffee. Yeah. And, t- like, take a workout class, get coffee. Like, yeah. that's a common formula. But also, if you're to wake up, like, 8 or 9, no one's going to judge you for it. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're up at 8 or 9. You're yeah. up in
0: the in interim.
1: Yeah, I'm in the interim, and I usually wake up, you know... Do my skincare routine real quick. Hit the gym. We go to Equinox. Him. Yes, love her. Love that girl. Get ready there. Make myself some breakfast, and usually I get a coffee or something. Yeah, like I since I work from home, I like the human interaction. Yeah, so I, and I, that's why I also like going to the gym. It's just yeah. I like seeing There's some people faces. Around. Yeah, I like trolling. Expect- yeah. Especially if I haven't, like, some <laughs> days I'll dead ass never leave my house, and then once I leave, the first person I see, I'm like, "You're getting all the crazy right now." Yeah, like, like I'm just are... like fucking with them, yeah, trolling. You're I'm like, like, I'm off my fucking rocker. Yeah, I'm off my rocker. I have not seen a soul today. Talk to a soul.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Are we like, in terms of socializing here? Because I have some friends here that like I've gotten dinner with and stuff, and they drive to dinners because like Uber, whatever situation, and I'm like how are people like turning up and like enjoying themselves and drinking? Because in New York City, like everyone's a little tipsy, like no, 100%. always, because <laughs> you don't need to drive. Yeah,
1: I, and that's the thing. I'm like an Uber queen
0: you're loving the ubers out
1: here i'm i'm like i'll charge it to the game like charge yeah, it, go, charge the uber to the game like i'm so down yeah um because on the weekends i'm like an uber queen yeah but on the day-to-day like reg i'll drive i'll yeah. work to dinner but yeah. like if i'm going out i don't care i'll yeah. literally uber there uber everywhere yeah
0: you're like i'm the uber girl like
1: i'm the uber girl and I, my uber bills are crazy yeah but it's just like what else are you
0: i feel do? like it's the same thing in new york they're horrible like yeah it's just so bad but like you you gotta get where you're going. Well,
1: and also I'm just like, there's like, what's the price of happiness? <laughs> so
0: like that is like, every time I
1: do something that's like crazy, I'm like, well, what is the cost of? You're like, happiness?
0: like, what's the cost of happiness? I love it.
1: Exactly. So.
0: So I was reading on your Instagram a little bit that you had like a rough 2022. Yeah. And it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. I kind of want you to speak to like what those feelings were and like how how we entered this new year. How are we feeling now?
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, Huh. I'm like anyone who's having a hard time is gonna like relate heavy yeah, yeah yeah and so that's all I have for them yeah um yeah last year was like real rough I think <laughs> it's funny because every year I like find a way to be like that was the hardest yeah, year like, that I've, shit sucks. that shit was so hard and then like yeah last year was just like really hard like there was just a lot of changes like a yeah. lot of changes like went on like Was talking to someone, stopped talking to them, went on dates... Like, dating life was crazy. Work was crazy because, like, so many changes were happening. I feel like TikTok was popping off and Instagram was, like, doing its weird thing. So, like, work came with, like, new challenges and kind of, like, switching up content. Yeah. And then, yeah, just, like, personal, like, friend circles changing. And so much was just happening last year that I just constantly felt like I was never, like, settled. Yeah. And everything was changing. And by the end of the year, I was literally exhausted. You're like,
0: I'm on my wits end. Yeah, I'm
1: literally, like... Please have mercy on me because yeah. I'm losing my goddamn mind. Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> fast forward <laughs> to twenty twenty three. So mind was lost, but we're getting your yeah. back. And so uh, it's so funny. I was talking to my friend this morning, and I literally told her March is gonna be my January. Fuck yeah! Because January and February were have been really bad. Yeah, like low key February has been the hardest year of my whole entire life. Like the hardest. Year. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> the hardest month the of hardest my whole year. entire life. February did feel like a year. Why was she so long? She was so long, and so much shit fuck went that down. Shit, yeah, yeah, just like personal. And then January I had like some health shit going down, yeah. and I was just like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Slow the fuck down!" Yeah, like slow the fuck down. And also, what happened to all that good energy I put in? Yeah. at the beginning what of the year. What the fuck year? happened to my manifestation? No, what happened to Where my manifestation? Where the manifest- hell did they go? Like, what happened? Like, I yeah. literally, yeah. And it's so funny because I saw a psychic. I I saw her on my birthday last year. I saw her again on my birthday this year, and she like. Call, everything that's happened so far, she's called it. No way! Wait, yeah, tell us. So first, she was like, "Hey, like, when's the last time you've been to the doctor? Like, you should go, like, go to the doctor." And I was like, "Take what, girl?" Yeah, because she was like, "There's like some hormonal imbalance. Like, there's something off with your hormones. Maybe your thyroid. I don't really know, but like, you need to go to the doctor." And so I, after seeing her, I made like a doctor's appointment. And the day before that appointment. I had an ovarian cyst rupture. And that happened to me in 2017. And so they gave me like an ultrasound and everything. And it was like double the size, like way bigger. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like she told me. She literally She she fucking warned me. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you need to go to the doctor. So that happened. And then she also was like, hey, something like in your personal life is going to happen surrounding family. You're literally going to think you're like, world is ending. Like you're literally gonna think this is like the end of like everything's falling apart. Yeah. She's like, it's gonna feel like super messed up and nothing's coming together. And she's like, you're gonna get through it because like she was like the the once summer hits, like your year is gonna like rock it off. And then she was like, next year and the year after that are going to be like, crazy shit's going to go down. So you just got to make it. Yeah. You just got to make it. And she's like, I know you're going to feel like your world's ending, but like, you just have to You got to make
0: it through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so that literally happened. Holy shit. Last February, the beginning of February. And I was like. You're like this bitch. Yeah. And I was like, the only reason I like completely didn't like move to fucking Montana and work at like a ski shop yeah. and drop everyone and everything was because she told me that yeah so, yeah holy shit it's like crazy yeah that's nuts yeah and it also is just like it's funny because i feel like when we go through a hard time we're just like, hey, hey. like hey. yeah like hey and then we're also like damn how am i supposed to like be normal and act normal yeah. but also a lot of the things that are happening are literally outside of my control yeah like, I have no control over them. Yeah. And so that's what I'm holding on to, the fact that none of it's in my control. Yeah. And this is all probably a simulation. And
0: Yeah, thing. so fucking true. But what you just said triggered, like, this thought for me. Like, have you ever been, like, someone ends things with you or, like, breaks up with you and you're, like, fucking devastated and, like, hysterical and, like, your eyes are puffy and, like, you feel sick to your stomach and you're literally unwell and then the next day, it's, like, 9 a.m. you have to work and, like, you have to go to an office or, like, go somewhere like it's someone's birthday and you're just expected to carry on as though, like, your whole chest doesn't feel like it's concaving
1: inward. Yes. That, that shit sucks. No, it's genuinely horrible. Heartbreak leave. That's what we need. No, like, literally. Pain, like, heartbreak leave. Pain, heartbreak leave, fib, like, all of just anything. I'm, like. When anyone cancels on me now, I'm like, period I'm like girl I, I I get it no I'm like 100% yeah 100%
0: I had to cancel on someone recently and they were like okay no problem but one thing is the reservation I made had like a like a deposit and I was like I shall pay
1: for it I guess yeah
0: I felt so bad I was like I can pay for it but I think we got out of it they called but it was like not even a cancel because I wanted to because then if they had said that I would have been like oh fuck it I'm coming yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a cancel because they had to mm-hmm. and I was like oh we got a deposit don't don't make reservations with deposits anymore no none. yeah
1: like none of that yeah, nothing's promised none of that nothing is promised yeah, the deposit is crazy the deposit's
0: canceled yeah. um but i kind of want you to talk to me about the uncomfortable and like wh- tell me about the whole thing like the origin all of it i fucking love it this oh my it's gosh. so good
1: thank you so much it's so kind um yeah so it kind of so it. i'm like <laughs> <laughs> well you're I, like i don't I, really know um, <laughs> It started in 2020. That was kind of the first graphic that I ever made that went viral was don't ignore something because it makes you uncomfortable. Mm. And that idea of being uncomfortable, it was an uncomfortable year. There was just a lot of uncomfortable conversations happening. Yeah. I like briefly had a podcast called The Uncomfortable Podcast. And it was just kind of this brand surrounded by uncomfortable feelings and just yeah just everything uncomfortable like the things we yeah. don't want to talk about etc and from there kind of the idea was born of mm-hmm. like I don't know like I was a graphic designer and I also have like my other friends who enjoy graphic design and I was like maybe we should put our art on oh, stuff. stuff yeah, yeah like I'm like maybe I was like I think there's like a message there and there's something like different and it's yeah. really cool So that's kind of, like, where The Uncomfortable was born. And, yeah, so that's kind of, like, where it came from. And we're on a roll. We're doing our thing. We just this past winter dropped our, like, latest collection, which was all about (laughs) manifestation. I love it. Yeah, so we were just – one of the hoodies is, like, whatever it is, it's already yours. Yes. And I just, I believe in that. I I. subscribe to that 100%. It's 100% true. Like, whatever it is, it's already yours. And then our other shirt says, not even star 67 can block your blessing. Yes. I love that one. So those are, like, the two things that I'm like. (laughs) You're like, I'm fucking proud of this (laughs) shit. Yeah, I'm, like, proud of it. But I'm also, like, saying that shit to myself every day because, like yeah, yeah like hell yeah. yeah it's gonna happen and whatever I want even yeah. though I can't see it it's gonna happen yeah so yeah just like positive messaging because I'm like really into that like I'm really big with like mantras affirmations yeah like everything I feel like you are too no, I feel like that's like yeah brrr. no that's
0: like a little bit of my thing also just because like Think about the amount of times, like, even you just saying that to me now, I'm like, I'm going to pocket that for later. That really helps me, like, mantras and affirmations are, like, how I've healed through things. Like, when I've, like, learned or listened to, like, someone say something, even, like, SZA saying shit and her tweets and, like, her music, like, things like that, I'm like, oh, I can pocket that for later when I need it, when I'm going through something. Like, they actually help.
1: No, they actually do, and I... I'm like for delusion. <laughs> like <literally, laughs> so I'm am I. So pro team delusion. delusion. Yeah. Like team delusion. I am so pro delusion. Like, yes, be delusional. Yeah. Like be delusional. And half the time the people that are delusional get what they want.
0: Yeah. You're so, it's exactly what you said. Like the first thing that's yeah. on the shirt, like whatever you want is already your, yeah. your, that saying like, I, like, subscribe by that where I'm, like, future me has what me wants. Like, me's just, like, in a waiting room. Like, she's working toward it. Like, and people are, like, that's delusional. And I'm, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's how I get through the days.
1: No, that's how we get through the days. But also it genuinely leads you to what you want. Like, I don't know. I personally subscribe to the belief that everything we want, we want for a reason. Yeah. Within, like, you know, all the good things you want. Yeah. Future-wise, like, if we have, like, aspirations to be in comedy or entertainment or become a doctor or find whatever aspirations we have, we want those things for a reason. Yeah. Like, we're not just selfishly, like, I mean, sometimes it's selfish. But for the most part, like, all the things, the goals that we create, like, we want those things for a reason. And I believe that, like, saying those things and, like, truly believing them helps – like create the path to getting there.
0: Yes, I 100% agree. Tell me about your manifestation because I love manifestation. I know like everyone who listens to this is like obsessed with the idea. Some people don't really know like how to do it. Like what's your process?
1: My process is I'm really big on A, saying things, correcting my thinking, heavy on correcting my thinking and also just writing it down. Yeah. So I always tell myself like, like I, I guess when I was younger and in high school and middle school, I just had really poor confidence. Like I was just really mean to myself. Like my self dialogue was very, very poor. Nothing I would ever say to myself now in a million years. But, um, when I was, when my first year in college, I used to make a lot of self deprecating jokes to the point where it was like, not really funny anymore. Like it was kind of just sad. And someone like pulled me aside and was like, Hey, this
0: is what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Like also, and like it, it's really sad. Like, it makes yeah. me sad because you're, like, none of those things. And I was like, damn.
0: You're like, holy shit. Yeah,
1: like, that's, like, not cool. So I started just telling myself, like, instead of being like, you're so stupid, I'd be like, you're so silly. Yeah. You're so silly. <laughs> you're a little you silly that? girl. You're a silly girl. Um, or, like, if I had a new breakout, I'm like, acne's hot. Yeah. That's hot. You're hot. Like, this yeah. is hot. And, um, and just, like, if I had, like, a negative thought... Of just myself and just intrusive thoughts, those things, like instantly correcting them with like a positive one. And then that kind of like stemmed into manifestation because I would get a lot of anxiety going into things. Imposter syndrome, still deal with that to this day. But having to like zoom out and be like, oh my gosh, look but you you're doing this yeah and like nothing bad is gonna happen yeah like I just would always set myself up to be like and when I get there it's gonna be so bad and like the building's gonna catch on fire like every worst case possible scenario It's going through your brain yeah and so I'd be like no I'm gonna get there everyone's gonna love me we're gonna have the best time I'm gonna make a million friends yeah and it's gonna be incredible and I'm crushing it and I'm crushing it
0: I also think people underestimate writing things down to like such a degree like you write shit down like you don't know what's going to happen with that.
1: You don't. And then when it does like. Happen. Prepare to be shook up.
0: Yeah, no, I, I have things written down that happen that are like so fucking specific that
1: I'm like, holy shit. Yes. And that's why it's so important to like be specific when you're writing things down. Yeah. So it's just like something to like go back on. And I feel like anytime you like set goals and things like that, like being specific, because then you can be like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well, if I go spend eight dollars on a latte, that'll make me pretty happy. because yeah. <laughs> like, what we both did no, before no this. Like, any, like, I love
0: it. Yeah. So what are some things that you're manifesting now? Like, are you do you manifest like romance? Are you manifesting the like, career?
1: I feel like I'm in my kind of career bag right now. Yeah um because yeah i went on like a trillion billion dates last year and i was like lord have mercy on my soul i'm not well well. so i'm kind of yeah just in my career bag there's like some new things i want to try out um some yeah some like dreams and aspirations obviously for the uncomfortable as well business wise and also it's so crazy because i was thinking back to last year and i was like damn i did so much fun stuff like that was such a fun year and so many of those things were, like, truly surprises. Yeah. I'm like, I just wonder what this year, like, all the surprises. Like, what's next? Yeah, what's next? I what am it. I going to do? What is dating like in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's fucked up out there. <laughs> and I'm Protect like, and roll, and roll the laugh track. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, but it's yeah. not bad, but it's not good. Yeah. Here's the thing. You got to date a lot. Mm -hmm. You just got to date a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, the thing for me is I went on, like, I just go on so many dates to the point where I'm like, dude, I don't even remember all the people I've been on a date with. Like, I genuinely can't remember some of their names, which is bad. I'm not saying that's right. But and all the negative experiences I'm a huge people pleaser. Mm. So I like if a guy asks me to like hang out, I will hang out to the bitter end of that date.
0: Yeah, you're like, I'm still here. Yeah. yeah, like I'm
1: still here. Like we will get dinner, we will get drinks, we yeah. will get ice cream. Like it's down to the yeah. bitter end. And I'm like, oh, I should have left. Yeah. Forever ago. So now I I now that I've kind of gone through. The dating world and gone on a bunch of first dates i like have a science down to it okay so now when i'm on the apps i can like filter through kind of what i want yeah and right off like the first couple messages i'm like yeah you either got it or you, you don't. don't yeah yeah like yeah i'm going on a date tomorrow sorry and he's like the only guy that i'm giving a chance right now okay i love he's it like he's really gone out above and beyond what's his vibe his vibe like okay he works he's a music producer okay love yeah creative man he's a creative man but he's also busy like he's always like he's booked. yeah he's like in the stew and i okay. like you know yeah. i'm like be busy with your craft not busy in these streets so, because the problem is a lot of these men are busy in these streets.
0: Yeah, they need to calm down. No, they bit. need a home
1: to go, they, they, need, they need a zip code and yeah. a home. <laughs> like, they need an address at the end of the night. They yeah. can go back to something. Call your Uber, like, call your Uber, and like be like, you need a home, my yeah. friend. Yeah, you really... because so many they roam these streets. <laughs> yeah, Literally, I don't want to know, I don't want you to even know. What half of these clubs, bars, I don't yeah, want no. you to know the name of I them. I want
0: you to be so fucking stupid. Like, so,
1: so stupid, so ignorant to all yeah. these things. I yeah. don't want you to know any of them. No, yeah. And those are the only people I care about. Yeah. Are the people who literally, I'm like, like, oh, you have no clue what's happening right that's now. That's perfect. Yeah.
0: I feel like LA does that to people though, because my ex boyfriend, like, he was in New York, I went to college with him, whatever. And like, he was like very like not on the hookup grind, which is like, mm. that he was like, was not his thing. Like he had only slept with like two people. Like yeah. I was one of them. He was like a pure man. Like he was not in the streets. I obviously haven't heard from him or spoken to him in like two years, but somebody told me, they were like, oh yeah, he's in like, he's in the streets. Like he's in his hoera. And I was like, good for him, but also what the fuck? I'm like, like, what a 180. This man was like, so, that was so not his vibe, like beyond not his vibe. Wow. And he's, he was also older than me. So he had been like, graduated from college. Like when I was dating him when I was in college. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this man, like, he won 80 when he got to LA, like he's in the streets now.
1: It's, and honestly, it's really because that's kind of the culture of the city. Yeah. In a lot of ways too, like so many guys, like don't even think about marriage, honestly, until like they're 40. Yeah. Like they're like 35, 40 and they're like, oh, I guess Uh, like I could get married now. Yeah. Yeah. Like guys just can like focus on the careers, start their lives later. And same with like girls. Like I think a lot of girls too are like, I want to like, I feel like anyone who moves to L.A. a lot of the time is for their career or yeah. like some sort of industry that they're like interested in. So they're like, oh, OK, I'm going to move here and I'm going to work, 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 work. And the next thing you know, you look up and you're like, you're
0: like I'm 50. years old. Yeah, like
1: I'm 50 and shit. I guess I've never really gave like dating a thought. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's just kind of the culture. Like a lot of people are in these streets. No one wants to be faithful. A lot of situationships. <laughs> no, I hate and that And no shit. relationship. And you're you're.
0: Wanting a relationship.
1: Yeah, definitely. But also, I'm not... You don't, like, need one. Yeah, I don't need... It would be, like, nice. Yeah, it would be nice, but I'm also not... Yeah, I'm not going to force a shoe to fit if it doesn't
0: fit. Are you into, like, the entertainment men? Because I feel like there's a lot of them, like, the the comedy boys, like, the musicians.
1: (laughs) Lord have mercy <laughs> on my soul. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, it was like cute until it wasn't. No, it's like always fun until you're like, oh, wait, like get a job. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, but whoa. I'm also such a bitch
0: because I'm like, I'm going to be a freelance queen. Like, I'm my own boss. Like, I'm a creative girly. Like, I'm going to write poems. And then I see a man who's like, I'm going to write poems. And I'm like, no, you're not.
1: No, you're <laughs> not. You're fucking not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like,
0: go. Go do some man work. No,
1: literally. I'm, like, in in a world that's, like, catered towards you. Go
0: do some man shit. Go do
1: some man shit. Like, you need a salary. Yeah. I am, like, none of this freelance shit. Here's the thing. (laughs) I am, like, all for a creative guy as long as he's, like, with the hustle. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, a, a lot of guys that I've ran into who are, like, in the creative industry, I'm, like, okay so like is your money creative too like a like, monopoly money <laughs> like you're gonna be creative with your finances like, what's your plan yeah here? because i'm like it's giving like uh-oh like yeah. uh-oh that net 30 hasn't hit your bank account yet yeah like. <laughs> like,
0: it never will i think no, a lot literally. of them think they're like ryan gosling in la la land or just like in in general yeah no and
1: i'm like yeah your face card might not be declining but like your actual card is like you might be so cute (laughs) but it doesn't matter your card like i'm not paying for dinner i'm not paying for dinner like so so, yeah so that's like where that comes from that energy of just like i'm and on obviously like they don't actually have to be like working in entertainment or whatever like i know people have like a million different side hustles but just the hustle Heavy
0: on like, no, it's attractive to see. Also, you're a highly motivated person who like cares about your work, cares about your career. You say you're in your career bag, like
1: this is what you're focusing on. You want a partner who's also like, I'm also driven. Like I also care about this shit. One hundred percent. Because there's yeah, there's just genuinely nothing worse than someone who's like, I don't know, just moseying around. And also like. I don't know. It's just like not fun. You get bored. They're going to be bored. It's just like, no. Let's fill our time. Let's be happy.
0: I agree. Yeah. 100%. So on the basis of people, friendships, you have this lovely friendship with Kenzie. That's how I was originally like knew who you were. I love your friendship. And I think it's so special. How are you like maintaining adult friendships? Like I feel like it's something that nobody fucking talks about. And it's something that I've been facing a lot lately. And I talk about it on the podcast all the time where I'm just like, the structures that kept up our friendships, be it like clubs, groups, sports, sorority, whatever you were doing, that isn't shit doesn't exist anymore. So like it's up to you.
1: It's so true and also I was literally just thinking about this because I went out on Saturday and like met my friend at a bar and he like had this guy who was there too and he was like talking about how he like has no friends and he's like super like bummed out because he just has no friends and he's like alone all the time. Yeah. And I was like wait that's so sad but it's also so common. Yeah. Because I feel like so many people it's really easy to just be alone like in the city like you know, especially, well, because in New York, too, like, you oh, at, yeah. le- at least, yeah, you're, like, I guess, you know, you take the subway and, like, things yeah. like that. But besides that, it's, like, really hard to foster, like, genuine yeah. community. And, I mean, I'm so lucky with Kenzie, even though she does. And that's the other thing, too. She doesn't even live here anymore. Like, she yeah. lives in Texas. So, really, the time we spend together is, like, super intentional. Like, yeah. I'm always booking trips. And people are, like, wow, I feel like you go to Texas all the time. But I'm, like... A, I don't go that much, yeah. but when I do go, of course, it's like just be like my, my best bitch. friend. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's hard when you like grow, like get older to like make time for your friends. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's a two way street and yeah. it's super important to make sure you're staying up to date yeah. with like what's happening in your friend's life. And talking to them, like communication wise, it doesn't mean you're texting every day or whatever, but like get a FaceTime in once a week. Yeah. And just, I know life gets crazy for me all the time. So I just do my best to, like, stay up to date with, like, what my friends have going on. Like, I feel like a lot of my friends work nightlife or, like, in the entertainment industry. So I'm like, okay, let me go to their DJ set. Yeah,
0: let me go to their comedy show. Let me check it out. Like, also, if you can't physically be there, just, like, sending a message being like, hey, like, I was thinking about you today. Like, that can actually take someone from, like, literally bottom of the barrel depressed to, like, wow, somebody was thinking about me. No,
1: 100%. And I feel like that kind of is the nice like middle ground of where you have to like meet as an adult because it's like you're doing you, you're focusing on your career. But at the same time, like relationships are super important. And also just understanding where you're at currently. Like when I was really into going out, I have my friends who I'm like, we're going my out. We're going out, friends. Yeah. We're going out. And now that I don't go out of 10, I, like, love them still. Yeah. But I'm just, like, in a different era where I'm like, who are my friends who like to sit on the couch and watch a show? Fuck
0: yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about your personal style and fashion a little bit. Gosh. I I love your fashion videos. Like, I just for me and everybody that listens knows this, I have a really hard time getting dressed. I just have a history of eating disorders and like a lot of my haters love to say that I have horrible style and it like breaks me in half. Like because of my eating disorder past and my body dysmorphia, I feel like clothes look horrible on me. So getting dressed, I hate. So I never explored style. So if you think I have bad style, it's probably because like I don't, I'm so anxious, like when it comes to shopping and clothes and your videos bring me so much comfort because you kind of like bring us with you. You're like, I'm gonna get dressed. Let's see what looks good. And like, it's just so comfortable for me. I love watching your style videos. So tell me about your personal style and fashion and
1: like how you express yourself that way. Oh my gosh, that's so kind. I love Thank them. You. No, I love them. They really make me feel um, good. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, it's really interesting because same, I think just like growing up like plus size f- since, forever I've just always like even when I was like an extra like an extra large stores only carried like large you know what I mean so it was just like a constant like problem that I had yeah and so I feel like anyone who's been like plus size or honestly even like mid-size like if you were like in that large extra large like size frame you were struggling back in the early 2000s and they weren't
0: making cute shit because they
1: fucking sucked and it's like what are you supposed to do 100% you had to like if you were, like, plus size, you had to go to Lane Bryant and cry your eyes out. And, and you're, like, like, hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, like, no. I want to be cute. And I want to have- wear cute shit. Yeah. And shop at Forever 21. Yeah. So, from a really young age, I've always wanted to, like, my biggest goal was, like, I just want to have cute clothes. I love it. I just want to have cute clothes. So, now that, obviously, the industry's changed so much and fashion, plus size fashion, especially, is, like, way more accessible. Yeah. Um, Than it was back then. I definitely have always just been really passionate about wearing things that a make me feel comfortable, but I feel like just express like, or an ex is an expression of myself. Um, and also, I just want to, like, inspire other people to either, like, A, get dressed, because I know how hard it is to get dressed. Fucking hard. But also, like, when I'm, like, showing people, like, okay, this is literally me starting in my bra and underwear. Like, this is what my body looks like getting ready. And, like, yeah. th- it's so normal. Like, yeah. look how this could fit. And, like, yeah. look how I jerry-rigged this thing yeah. to, like, fit well. And yeah. all these different things. Um. But, yeah, I feel like my personal style now these days... Is definitely it's so simple and so chill. But I love that. Like I'm wearing, like I've been wearing these same pants. I love your shoes. Also, oh, They're cute as fuck. Yeah, and I am kind of, honestly, just a little bit in my a little less consumerism and a little more like re wearing in the yeah. closet. Um, just because I was going through a lot of clothes. Yeah. At one point, like yeah, it was getting to the point where I was like noticing. I was like, whoa. I would wear one outfit on Instagram and be like, I don't want to wear that again.
0: Yeah. It gets in your head. And my mom, when we were packing for this, so I'm away for three weeks right now, but I'm meeting my boyfriend in Florida for a work yeah, trip. Fine. So I was able to leave my second bag with him for Florida, but I was going to check a bag. So I was like, I'm going on all these podcasts and meeting with my publicist. Like I need to look professional. And my mom was like, you are not checking a bag. Get the shit. She was like, it's a week. Get it in a carry on. You can get it in a carry on. And we like laid out our stuff and I have like a perfect amount of outfits and like I'm gonna rewear some stuff when we go visit my brother in Seattle, but I'm like, I have a perfect amount of outfits. It's very simple. Like everything is like jeans and a little jacket, but like it's simple. I have two pairs of shoes and I'm like, I did not need a new piece of clothing that no one's
1: ever seen before for every day of a trip where no one actually genuinely gives a fuck. Not, and also I feel like when that happens because I'm like all about convenience and being comfortable. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse. Then when you wear an outfit and you put it on and you wear it out and you're instantly like, I wish I was home. Yeah. I wish I was home. Get me the fuck out of here. I literally wish I was just wearing a plain t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I wish I was. No, there's nothing worse. And yeah, because I don't know. I think on like TikTok and Instagram too, I always see girls who I'm like, I love that outfit. Yeah, I'm I'm like, like, give me that. I'm like, that is so slayed. But I'm also like, I will be overstimulated in that.
0: Yeah, if there's something that's itching me, if if um like the wrist is a little bit too snug, I am sobbing in the bathroom. And girls nope. are like, "Did he dump you?" I'm like, "No, my wrist is like, itching."
1: <laughs> this is literally me. I'm like. Oh my god, I just like there's genuinely nothing worse. No. There's literally nothing worse. And also I feel like once I started dressing for myself, like not trying to dress to impress people, because I definitely was doing a lot of that. Like I was like, I'm gonna dress cool so like so and so thinks I'm cool. Yeah, Yeah, or I just you know, like if I'm going to like this event and Certain people are going to be there like when I was in college and stuff and just like my early days in L.A. Before I was like even in the Internet, I was like, if I go to this thing and I'm like, I want people to think I'm cool. So I'm going to wear like this. Like It's very calculated. Yeah. And. Now I like I don't even think about any of those yeah. things. I'm like, okay, this is sick. I like this. And my biggest goal right now, especially since you know I have a little more money and I want to just buy like nicer things that are gonna yeah. last a little longer. I'm like, will I have this in five years? That's such a good. That's point. just like the big gauge that That's- I'm using. Cause even sometimes if I buy shit from like H and M or whatever, I have had this blue H and M cardigan. If you go on my no, Instagram, you have seen it a million love trillion H&M. times. I will you will have to burn it at yeah. the stake for me to get rid of it. Yeah.
0: No, I feel that so much. Also, I just went to H and M. I want everyone to know this. Their bathing suits First of all, they have a great range of sizes. It's extra, extra small, all the way up to 4 or 5X. Yes. And they're all double lined, so it's not the kind of thing where, like, you're, like, all falling out of it, which I needed them to be double lined. Yeah. And they were all, like, $19. No, tap
1: into the H&M fantasy.
0: No, you tap, <laughs> like, in, tap, tap in. into that shit, like, subscribe, like, it's comment, so subscribe. It's so good. It's no, so good. I have this shirt in two colors, and I get so many fucking questions about it, and I'm like, it's from H&M. Like, she's, giving H- she's from
1: H&M. No, she's from HM and and it's so funny because like this sweater i've literally i literally bought this sweater right when i moved here yeah and i have kept it so many years yeah and the other day i like dropped my stuff off at like a buffalo exchange and i was like damn so much of the stuff i haven't even had for that long yeah and i was just like, I just, like wanna, I just want to i just want to like keep things longer yeah yeah i love that a little more capsule closet yeah
0: capsule so. closet vibes yeah Okay, so my last question for you. I'm kind of in, like, my hermit era these days where I'm really just, like, putting me first and, like, staying in and protecting my peace. What is, like, your favorite form of self-care? How are we unwinding? Like, what is your, like, dream self-care moment?
1: Oh. <sighs> hmm. Okay. I'm going to walk you through a self-care day.
0: Oh, fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what we're going to do.
0: Inspire the people. And it's and it
1: happens on my Sundays. My Sundays are, like, my day that's like your day like that's my day the
0: lord's day and you're the lord yeah
1: (laughs) and i'm the lord and i'm gonna show you what i do uh so i wake up whenever the fuck i want like maybe it's 11 maybe it's 7 like i just wake up whenever i want shower skincare make my breakfast and then i go to my favorite coffee shop right now it's on the east side it's called canyon coffee okay in echo park it's just amazing like the vibe is incredible the vibe is vibing and the people watching 10 out of 10 love it i love people watching so i go there and my friend he's always reading there so i just like sit at a table with him like let's read yeah we just read and we like people watch and we're we're model scouts and we're like scouting people but we're not actually yeah it's super fun and then i honestly am there for a couple hours come home Got to clean, tidy up, yeah. and I love cleaning. Like, that shit is so... It's thera- therapeutic. It's therapeutic for me. So, I'm, like, bringing out the mop, getting out the vacuum, yeah. dusting, all the things. And then by then, I'm usually making dinner, making myself, like, a real, really nourishing meal. Yeah. Like, something real, real good. Like, yeah. Just real good. Um, And then, get ready for bed, take the makeup off, do my thing, and then once I'm in bed, I watch two shows. Okay. So like two episodes of something. I know I like really have this specific. Stuff. Yeah. Um and then after that, all like phone goes off, TV goes off, and then I'm reading.
0: Yeah. Okay, see I love this because it's so tangible. Like you just described a day that literally Anyone can do.
1: Yes, and it's so good because I feel like when people are like, you need to rest more, you need to rest. Like, resting isn't, like, necessarily being a vegetable on the couch. It can look like that. Yeah. But I don't think more for me that's, like, not super restful. Like, I low-key feel worse when I do that. So I like getting out of the house and doing things that are, like, fun but not super serious. Yeah. And it feels so good.
0: I'm gonna try it. That sounds like a really nice step. Yeah, you
1: gotta do it. And I mean, I'm also in like going to the park these days. My allergies have been kind of bad. But I went to the park last week and I was like, damn, like, why don't I? The park
0: is free. These the vibes park are is free. <laughs> These
1: vibes are free. And I feel like in New York, you guys have such. We have sick parks. You guys have bomb parks. Yeah,
0: we have like Central Park, Prospect Park. Like people forget.
1: No, you guys have really good parks. We have good parks out here, but yeah. I forget too.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you.
1: You guys can find me on Instagram at Dom Roberts instead of an E, it's an X, and you can find me on TikTok at Dom Not a Teen Mom, and you can follow the Uncomfortable at the underscore 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 Uncomfortable.
0: Slay! Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for coming. You're hilarious. Like you truly a vision. I can't wait to like see you in New York and like.
1: Oh, we're gonna have a time in New York. Me, you, and
0: Misses A. One
1: hundred. She'll
0: remember us. she, like, like she has really to. quickly, like, we were at a Spotify event that Siza was performing at, and we just happened to go out of the same door that was, like, adjacent to the stage door, and her Suburban was pulled up with her security guards waiting, and we intercepted her, and Dom was too scared because she was crying, so I was like, Siza, hi, I'm so sorry, can you take a picture with my friend, like, she's obsessed with you, and then Dom and Siza, like, had this beautiful moment, and you, the photos
1: are gorgeous. You literally made that happen because I was never going to go up to her. She's so fucking nice and beautiful. She's literally stunning. Princess of my life, I love her. SZA, I love you. SZA, we love you. SZA, I know you listen. I know you listen to us. We love you. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.